Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Whether you're in your car, in your home, on a walk, or with someone, we're excited that you've joined us for a deeper dive into Scripture, its tough sayings, and the people God used throughout. This year, we're going through the whole Bible, tracing the With God journey through the Bible, through the year, through us. And with that, let's dive into today's episode. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining today. I am Chris Birch. And I'm Anson Tebow. And if you've been following along with the 90-day New Testament reading plan, on Monday we hit 1 John. And one of the things that I've always asked myself growing up in the church has been, am I a Christian? Am I a believer? And how do I know that I am? Like, what kind of confirmation? Because... There's no, like, little badge or anything that you get to wear, um, you know, that says, like, yes, I am a Christian. You are now able to enter the kingdom of heaven. So it's just been one of those things that uh, I've always wondered. And it really hit me when I went to college and one of the guys there who was doing campus ministry was like, Chris, are you a believer? And I was like, yes, I prayed this prayer you know, when I was in seventh grade and became a Christian. And he's like, well, nowhere in the Bible does it say, accept Jesus into your heart and you become a Christian. So from there on, I mean, it has very much been a whole process for me of like, okay, how do I become a Christian? How do I get into the kingdom of heaven? And I think the answer is somewhat found in 1 John because it says here, um, If anyone obeys his word, love for God is truly made complete in them. This is how we know we are in him. Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. So Anson, can you kind of break this question down for me as someone who basically wakes up every day and goes, am I a Christian? I really hope I'm a Christian. (laughs) I would like to get into the kingdom of heaven. And how, how do I know that? Man, you're speaking to someone who probably asks himself this question. I mean, if you ask my wife what is the like biggest topic that I talk about about my own faith is is some of like the doubts about my own faith, the yes. doubts about these things. Like it's yeah. a constant thing and which I think is healthy by the way. I think it's healthy. And I'm reading this book right now that's called After Doubt and I'm I forget who it was written by. Um, but it's all about, um, it's written by AJ Swoboda. Um, and it's, it's a good book. And one of the things it talks about is the fact that like doubting or, or these things are a, a good sign of someone who is actually seeking answers. Like, I love this quote from, um, from a, a song by this guy named Andy Minio, but the the quote is, um, "If you don't doubt, you don't change." Oh, nice! Like this this idea that like if we if we didn't doubt or or whatever, we we wouldn't still be seeking answers. Like mm-hmm. answers come from a a place of questioning, a place of realizing that we don't have all the answers. But then this idea of like, am I a Christian, or how do I know I'm a Christian? Right. Like everybody, probably the scariest verse in all of Scripture is. Um, is the is the Matthew seven, what is it? Matthew seven twenty three, where it says, "And I'll declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness." Oh, terrifying! Like, terrifying! Like the scariest verse. Like yeah. all of these people who said, "I like," it, literally Matthew seven twenty one. Not everyone who says to me, "Lord, Lord," will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, "Lord, Lord, didn't we prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do mighty works in your name?" And he would declare to them. 
I never knew you depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Like that is the scariest verse in my mind and probably what makes me the most scared. Right. Um, and, and most scared of what, what actually it means to be a Christian, whether I am a Christian and all these things. And so I think there's, there's loads of different, um, there's loads of different things. Like I grew up in a, in a space where it was very much like, do you believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord? Um, and like pray the sinner's prayer and, 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 and all of these things. And like, I don't think those prayers are invaluable, right. nor do I think that is what makes you a Christian. The end-all be-all. Like, it is not yeah. like, oh, you pray the prayer, and oh, I am a Christian because of this prayer. Like, it is, it is. you are a Christian um, because of the faith that you have in in Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, this, it's this idea, Romans 10.10 says, for with the heart one believes and is justified, and, the one, and with the mouth one confesses and is saved. Like, this idea of... It's it's both faith and action, yeah. in a sense. Like many, um, we we talked about James a couple weeks ago, um, and and Paul, who we're going to dive into next year. Paul talks a lot about faith, yeah. like Ephesians two eight through nine. For it is gra- grace you have been saved through faith, not by the you're doing whatever. It's like faith that saves you. And then James comes alongside and is like, yeah, but that faith should produce something. Right. Meaning that your your faith in this verse that Paul wrote in Romans ten ten is with one heart with one that the heart one believes and is justified. So with one heart one is made right before God. Yeah. And then with the mouth one confess one confesses, like and then there's an action from that pours out, that overflows out of that. And this idea of that first John and John is talking about in in First John of it is is this idea of like these actions these mm. these these works are an outpouring a showing, but the thing that we can get so caught up in is this idea that like oh well I need to do the right things in order to earn my my place in heaven or earn my my Christian my Christian status when we see like be like Jesus or do the things that Jesus commanded like right. the fact that our um, our consistency or our, um, our our goodness at doing those things. I can't think of the right word that I want to say right now, but our, our the way that we live our life as the way that justifies us or or makes us a, a Christian and and you see all throughout Scripture, it is like almost like a both and. Yeah. Like um, I don't ever quote Dallas Willard here, but um, he he has here we this, go. He has this quote that says, "Grace is a." Grace is opposed to earning, but not effort. Or grace is opposed, not opposed to effort, but is opposed to earning. Like you don't go about your life trying to earn your standing with God, earn your your life of walking alongside the Lord, earn your Christian quote unquote status. Mm -hmm. But you do go along your life making an effort in order to follow the way of Jesus, to live with Jesus and practice the way of Jesus. Um, it's this idea that James talks about in in James two, like it is not faith that it is it is not faith alone by itself um, that saves you in the sense that yes, faith saves you, but a faith that saves you also produces work. So yep. pretty much what he's saying is Paul is correct by mm-hmm. saying. It is by grace. It is by faith by the grace of God that you have been saved. Yet that faith that saves you, a saving faith, a faith that makes you a believer, makes you a Christian, is one that then produces the works that First right. John is talking about. Um, and it's fascinating because it's hard because we can go along our lives and and think all about these different things like oh did I do the right things did I yeah. did I follow Jesus the way I should or did I practice the way of Jesus. Um, today or, mm-hmm. or all these things. And I think one of the, 
there's two things here. I think the first thing is we, we do put too much focus on our, our ability to do it alone. Yeah. Like it is God's Holy spirit working in and through us that produces the, the walking with Jesus that we need. Um, it is, it is not our own, own ability to white knuckle our way through. It is our ability to sort of surrender our life to God by allowing Mm. his Holy spirit to lead us in whatever we do, whether that be, um, simple acts throughout the day, or whether that be just the way that we follow the Lord or the way that we trust him through hardship or trust him through trial or trust him through the great things that are going on in our life. And then I sec the second thing I think is, is as we've been going through this with God series all year. Um, and on Sundays and then also on, on this podcast is, is, is this, I think a good, um, a good way to, to determine or see, Hey, am I, am I a believer is like a a question is how are you walking with God? Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean what are you doing in order to, in order to be next to God or close to God or whatever, but like, how are you walking with God? Like, are you spending time with God? Mm -hmm. Are you, um, seeking the Lord. Like we see all the time that Jesus talks about that the conditions of the heart, like the heart yeah. is these things. And too fo- too often we focus on the outward appearance and, and what we do, whereas God's true, true answer and true desire for us is for our heart to be what is close to the Lord. That's why in, in Matthew 7, 23, it says, I never knew you depart from me. It is because, not because that, that these people didn't do good things. They probably right. did good things, but what they didn't do is they didn't give their heart to the Lord. They just trusted in their own mm. own ability to do works. Um, so I don't think that's actually a very um, good answer. I don't know. Yeah. I am. This is a this is a constant one. Like there's, there's this website that looks like uh, a couple different things. There is complete trust in Christ's death and resurrection right. as sufficient payment for the debt we owe God. Like it, it's it's this complete trust that Christ came and died because we couldn't. It's almost this idea of Jesus in my place or Jesus dying the death we should have died and living the life we should have lived. And and the second thing they talk about on this website is obedience. And the third thing is that the Holy Spirit working through. And the fourth thing is this loving of God's people, this outward pouring of this inward mm-hmm. faith. And it's ongoing discipleship. Like I think a Christian is someone who who wants to grow in the grace and knowledge of of Jesus, quoting Second right. Peter three eighteen. There, like they want us to to grow. Like there's this idea that um, I haven't finished the book, but Kyle Eidelman, he's a pastor from Kentucky, big big okay. church. Um, he wrote a book called Not a Fan, and it's this idea of like so many so many people. Um, like come to church on Sunday and they're spectators. Yeah. Absolutely. Like they're sitting on yeah. the sideline They're They're there and they show up to church, but they're watching. Right. Um, it's almost like you, like you go to a sports game, like you go to the Patriots game, which I wouldn't advise to go this year. It's a waste of money. <laughs> um, but you go to a Patriots game, like you're not a Patriot. Right. Like you're a Patriots fan. You're watching, but you're not a Patriot. Whereas like in the church, like yep. you, Christ calls us to be, yep. to be players, to be, followers mm-hmm. to 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 actually be in the action not right. to be sitting on the sidelines so it, it it's it, it's this Christ calls us to use the faith that we have in the Lord to then call us to action and it doesn't mean necessarily serving on stage on a Sunday um, it could mean something else but like it does mean a call to living a Christ-like life. That's why we talk about this practicing the way of Jesus like Jesus was so so good at 
everything. Right. But he was so good at sitting with the Lord and, and taking time to be with the Lord. He was so good at being time with small group, with his, his close three, his 12 disciples, being in a large group, teaching, just living the life that God had called him. So he practiced the way of Jesus, which means practicing spending time in solitude, practicing yeah. spending time with others, practicing learning and, and teaching and growing and, and all these things. And I think a, a Christian is, is one that is a consistently growing um, follower of God, consistently growing one who um, who desires to be with God. Like God right. wants to be with us. What would it look like for Christ, for us to be with God? And yeah. I think that's somewhat of the call of a Christian and what a Christian may look like, and that is a all-over-the-place answer. No, I, it's good. It was definitely a tough one when I brought it up to you just a few oh minutes gosh, ago. Man. Usually, uh, usually you know. we, there is, like, some planning oh, that goes into Yeah, you do things. a great job of planning. Yeah. You try to plan these no, things. No, I sprung this one on you. Chris sprung it on me, and man. One of our more deeper theological gosh. ones as well. But it is, like, a very, I think, a pretty popular question. And I don't know, if you guys deal with this um, kind of question as well of, like, um, you know, just am I a Christian? Um, any kind of doubt or anything like that? Like, please share that uh, with us because that's like the stuff that you know. It's very uh, encouraging to hear that other people are having these questions and doubts and things like that. Uh, but one of the things that I always go back to is like, like, what did Scripture say? And like, you got to have faith in a hundred percent in something. And for me, it's like, all right, I'm just going to believe one hundred one hundred percent in the bible and what does the bible say it just says whoever claims to live in him must live as jesus did mm. and so like you know the word christian is kind of you know a little like fairly newer ish mm. you know it wasn't that jesus died and then all of a sudden and raised <laughs> and everyone was like oh i am now a christian like they would ask like hey mm. um do you practice the way and that is the uh the old word um that or phrase that they used and now we just use like are you a christian mm. um yeah and stuff so you know like that's why we here at crossway call it practicing the way of jesus together because mm. that is like what being a christian is according to like first john right here it's just Whoever claims to live in him must live as Jesus did. And that's all we're trying to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're trying to practice right. the way of Jesus together. Just, and it is a hard thing. And that's yes. why, like, the togetherness, like, God created the church to be a body that right. is walking alongside each other to do this because we desire to be a church that walks with people and, and journeys with people. And just like, I mean, Chris and I are on staff at the church and we are journeying through this to, right. like, e each other, like, um, journeying through this in, our, in ourselves. So, like, um, I don't know if you have any questions about this or you struggle with this, like don't, don't hesitate to talk to someone in the church, any of the staff, right. anything like that. Like it is a challenging question. Like I said, like we, this is like, it, this reminds me of our launch class. We have asked these tough questions yeah, absolutely. at the end of each class. And it's, it's designed so that you're diving into deep things and you're having to talk about it and discuss it and all these different things. Um, and just being able to converse about these things because it it grows a a, a natural desire and a natural um, yearning to learn and and grow is just talking about these things. So I'd encourage you so just good. like talk about yeah, deep things. Absolutely. I mean, like ask this question around your dinner table tonight. Yeah. Just be like, "What makes you a Christian?" And it's yeah. not because you're necessarily questioning. If you yeah. if you have a firm grounding on it, great. But having discussions is just a way to grow and is a way 
to, I believe, be as Jesus asked a lot of questions, yes. practice the way of Jesus. 100%. Dude, awesome. Great stuff. I appreciate you kind of helping me answer this on such short notice and hope you guys enjoyed this episode of the With God Pod. Join us back on Friday as we look at the newest person that we are going to look at in this Advent with God series. Anson, thank you so much. We'll see you later, dude. See you, Chris. Thank you for joining Crossway on the With God Pod. Make sure to catch all our content on Sundays and during the week. See you next time.